0: From ninety ninety basketball milk. (laughs) What fuck? You just said basketball milk. I said film, didn't I? I think I might have said basketball milk, but you heard milk. I might have gone with. uh... Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined this time by Nathan Hennessy, Jordan Garcia,
1: Hello,
0: Mark Isaacson, Hello, and the Did anyone hear Mark then? No. (laughs)
2: What?
0: Okay, I heard that. (laughs) And also joining us is uh, the Lord Mayor of Ross, Adam Ryan.
3: Thank you, thank you. It's a recent title, but it's what I'm proud of. Hello. Is your middle name Ross? Fuck All of my names golden. are Ross. Oh, okay. How's it Great. going,
0: uh, Lord Mayor?
3: Uh, look, the internet's a bit shoddy from here in Ross, because, you know, I'm the mayor of Ross now. Um, other than that, though, pretty good, pretty good. I'm lousy with Vanilla Slice, because, you know, that's the one thing that oh, Ross has I going to for I need to go him. pick some up, yeah. But good with mm-hmm. tech yeah, support, mate. though.
0: I hear.
3: Yeah, look, I mean, you've got to pay the piper somewhere, don't you? And if fixing the, the shitty Telstra Wi-Fi is is that payment, then so be it. So he's, he's the village mayor and the village techie.
0: That's it, my head. Yeah. What a man. I wear many hats. You do.
3: I wear do. many, many hats.
0: Right. No, I'm not going to ask that question. Nathan, how are you, sir?
3: Oh, never better.
2: Never better. Hey, mate, you know what we're looking forward to over the course of the week? It's the same topic we have every week. We've got some stunning sub-zero mornings. How about mm. that? Yeah. Frosty, Yeah, eh? chilly on the wheelie.
0: It's going to be one degree here in, in Melbourne, I think, tomorrow. Oh, Around okay. So, I'll, I'm
2: up north. we got a minus one.
1: and I'll a minus be, one. Uh,
0: Yeah, and I'll be working in it. A heat wave so. down here in the east, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's uh, not a lot of degrees. No. Jordan, how are you? I am great, thanks, you know. Had uh had a nice rest from the podcast, so nice. Wake up. You were gone? Well that's exactly it. It felt like I wasn't gone because I edited it anyway, but uh you yeah, know, I'm here now. Uh,
0: gonna make Feels some shit friend. jokes, obviously. <laughs> and uh, Marky Mark from WA, how are you? How's the how's the weather over there, mate? Uh toasty
4: warm eight degrees most mornings here. So quite, Is that quite comfortable? Quite comfortable. No, like... I think it's like five or six. Is that you cold
3: the... for you? Get the bloody pins no. out.
4: God, no. I'm in a new house. I just moved house and I haven't had to use the heating once. So they've obviously done the reticulation or not the reticulation. The, what do you call it? Insulation. Insulation. That's the word. They've done that well. Right. So nice and comfortable.
0: Yeah. He's uh, rare in Australia. He's the town tradie as well.
3: <laughs> yeah, mate. Got to install the asbestos and uh, make sure everyone's gates are swinging.
4: Don't, don't use asbestos. <laughs> God, no.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, lovely to see you all here. Uh love to ha- have you Mark. You know, you've got uh yeah. lots to talk about this week. Very lots very to exciting about. topic. But uh, yeah. I oh, know, sorry. Yes. But before no, we no, get yeah. into before we get into that, let's uh talk about what we've been playing. That isn't review titles or content titles. Anyone got anything to share this week?
4: Uh, I played I... the uh, the Overwatch 2 beta, which I th- think just finished today, actually. Uh, I played a little bit of that, dabbled with the new characters. Choker uh, uh, Queen and Sojourn, I think is how you pronounce her name. Uh, did the stupid thing of going, I'm going to get it on Xbox and use a controller. That was dumb, because Sojourn needs to be mouse and keyboard but um yeah it was okay it was (laughs) all right i mean i i I, yeah exactly i played overwatch a lot early on and overwatch league i follow still but i kind of dropped off a little bit in the last year or two so the the, having the betas has been interesting in terms of uh, allowing that sort of early access and getting into the new characters and stuff um don't know if it's actually going to be as popular as it was, probably not, but I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. You know, it was and the new characters seem to be good. I know they've got other characters planned. I think the next uh if there is another closed beta, there might be another character maybe around that one, I'm not sure, but so far so good.
0: Nice.
2: I'll be excited if they have like that sort of early days period that Overwatch one had, where there was no meta and everything was just nuts. <laughs> that that was my I, favorite game.
1: Games yeah. are the best like that, like just when no one really understands how everything like functions with one if another. Anything
2: goes, and it was just yeah. a hoot. I'll,
1: I'll never forget when uh, Rocket League first launched on the PlayStation. How much fun that was! Because everyone was just a bumbling idiot, and it was the <laughs> best. So now, now you hop on Rocket League, and everyone's just like a sweaty tryhard.
2: So my, my fave in early Overwatch 1 days was a six-team party of Torbjorns back before they <laughs> made it so you could only have, like, one hero per mm-hmm. team. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that was just a, a, a real good time, but no longer.
4: No, nah. 6v6 Winstons was, was fun. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be just great. great. Leaping everywhere at the same time.
3: But Yeah, neither. I love that.
4: Uh, yeah, but now it's 5v5, so now it's a completely different style oh, as well. that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, which is interesting, like having only one tank in a team, you'd think would be a disadvantage compared to having had two previously. But I think the balance, they've already kind of figured that out. Okay. Uh, they've adjusted some of the, the characters in terms of their roles and their abilities and so forth. And they're constantly updating them as they go during all these beta periods. So and having the Overwatch League running at the same time, so all the, the pro players are getting a handle on it and showing other players essentially how to play these characters is good. Um I think they've done it well in terms of getting the hype based around having the league running at the same time. Uh they needed that. They, they needed something to sort of drive it uh and have the interest in it. I think they they reached the highest concurrent player base in the first beta phase, which was think like more than most of the the original Overwatch 1 when it was running originally. So um yeah, we'll see how it goes. I don't know when the next phase is, the next beta phase is, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to jump in on that one again and maybe a new character will show up too. Uh, but yeah, so far so good.
0: Nice. Is the game releasing in full or is it releasing in early access? It's full, yeah.
4: free-to-play PvP, which I think is October yeah. this year. Cool. Uh, the PvE, which is what they were originally going to have first, uh, has been delayed I think till next year at this point which I'm actually more interested in. i more interested in yeah, seeing same. all of that, but having the character classes and all the skill trees tied to all these characters, all these different abilities you won't see in the PVP. That's going to be way more interesting for me, but, uh, yeah, so it's sort of a staggered release, but free to play, uh, across all the, the consoles and PC. So that'd be interesting too. Free to install.
3: Pop that.
0: <laughs> Jordan, what have you been playing? If anything?
3: ah, uh, what
1: have I been playing? It's been two weeks since I've been on, uh, Various monster hunter games because i i like monster hunter uh I managed to get the generations ultimate running at hundred and twenty frames a second, so that was nice um I played some uh, rocket league without adam again uh he continues to disappoint me you saw you yep. try to uh, do that <laughs> uh played some more g t f o yeah you did saw so you online yeah uh Dumb. oh boy oh boy this rundown is fucked
0: nice uh, i
1: want to be
0: fucked by gtfo <laughs> uh
1: and then i and also i've been dabbling a little bit Bear. back into warframe since the tenno announcements so yeah, right. you know, nice. adding more to my ludicrous amount of hours in that game
0: do it adam what have you been playing
3: I redownloaded Fortnite, and I played a bit of Fortnite, and the game is confusing now, and I don't understand anything, and it's for young people, and it's a little bit scary. Can I ask you a question, honestly? Go for it. Is something wrong with you?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've been playing Fortnite Mate, over the past month. Now the news about Fortnite only can, just hit
0: Ross. You can... I, I'll, allow, I'll allow nothing, but... Okay, you told us over the past few weeks that you've downloaded the Artful Escape. You've started playing that. You downloaded a, a Plague Tale. You started playing that. Didn't really get much through much of it. And there was another game. I can't remember what the other one was, but there was another one. I think. Oh, just yes, feeling dejected that, that you that you started playing. Might not have been a uh, a me game, but it was another game that yeah, cool. You know, you should play this. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're playing fucking Fortnite, and you haven't touched another game since.
3: Uh, I've oh, also suck. played. I've also played a whole fuck off. I've also played a whole bunch more of Artful Escape. That was the other game that I oh, nice, played this nice. week. I retract so. my half. My, half the sting in that comment, I take back.
0: <laughs> half or a third, because you said there was a, a third game. No, because I can't remember So he
3: I couldn't might, name it, though, could he? I might be making that. Uh, yeah. So Fortnite's fucking weird now, and it's it's. I don't know. It's like, gameplay wise, it's very tight. Like it, everything Super feels tall. feels amazing, but the game is like it's it, the the target audience is very clearly young people and i don't think i quite fit into that mold uh in saying that they're they've got a whole bunch of dc skins at the moment which are fantastic oh. Do but they
1: not have young people in Roth?
3: no the the average it's the pop aging is, population average pop is like 65 and up um oh, okay but yeah also playing artful escape which is f- absolutely phenomenal like for a game where you more or less just run to the side and hit the jump button for however long. It's absolutely incredible. Like visually uh, the audio, the music in it's excellent, which you would expect from a game based around music, but it really is something genuinely special. So Zach I can see why you why you laud it as much as you do, because it is fantastic. I've <laughs> never heard
0: Zach talk about it You must once. be surely near the end.
3: Yeah, I think I'm wrapping it up but i've been playing it in smaller chunks to make sure i don't just absolutely smash through it because i have taking it on tour uh, mate
0: one show at a time eh
3: yeah i I, I just don't want it to be over and done with in one sitting even though it is one of those games that you absolutely could do that with i kind of want to extend the experience because once it's done i know even if i go back to it it won't quite be the same as that first time so i'm trying to lengthen out the the game time a little bit but yeah game is phenomenal so, what'd you call yourself would recommend I called myself the ethereal ooh I can't remember the actual name I gave myself but ethereal was the the, the tag ethereal curried you'll have to point. send me a picture of your uh, of your character
0: the
4: ethereal
3: Ross. I will yeah
0: the ethereal Ross <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've got a artful uh, escape story but it'll have to be a post potty story it's a bit naughty
0: uh-huh. it's ooh. like roleplay role play or something yeah, naughty, naughty stories like... only I, exist I, I keep here when KB is you,
3: here thanks we we appreciate it but yeah that's me this week
0: nice um nathan what have you been playing So,
2: so the only thing i've dabbled in outside of content is Spider-Man miles morales because nice. i've updated to the uh, one of the new playstation plus tiers and it's there so i thought i'd give that a go um I'm I'm all over it. Like, I think it's fantastic. It fixed pretty much all of my issues with the original game in terms of it feeling like it's got a lot of that open world bloat, kind of feel like you're grinding through a lot of repetitive side content, Ala, Ubisoft, whereas I, I know one of the criticisms leveled at the game was, you know, it's maybe shorter. I think shorter's probably not doing it justice. It's leaner. It's a much leaner game, and for that, I just, you know, 10 out of 10 right the way through I thought it was absolutely brilliant and I think one thing that surprised me was the the motion capture actress for Tinkerer was I think her name's Jasmine Brown so if you've seen the latest Scream film or if you've seen Yellow Jackets it's the black chick from both of those and then the moment you see her in game you go oh you know perfectly captured so I thought it was a marvelous game um I think Again, I probably only knocked it over in maybe eight hours or less, but I wouldn't want it to have been any longer because it was like the perfect length for that game.
3: So yeah. Brilliant. That's um that's what I felt with that when I saw a lot of people complaining about the length. And obviously there's the the price to take into consideration when talking about that, I suppose. But I think for a follow-up that isn't a numbered sequel for Spider-Man, I think it was the perfect length. I think it gets to mm. it introduces everything that it's going to do. And then it finishes up before you get tired of any of that. So yeah, exactly. I, I agree.
2: Because I did get to points in the OG Spider Man where it did feel a little yep. long in the tooth at times. There, yeah. There's only there's only probably one criticism I'd level out. It's, it doesn't have quite the same calibre of boss fights as as the OG. But you know yeah. that, that's neither here nor there. I'd absolutely give that a pass.
0: Nice. What
2: about you, Elzar?
0: <sighs> I have a story for you. Yes. And I'm fucked right off. So, first... What's Vodafone done now? (laughs) Nothing. So, I've not played much. I've been playing a review game. Um, So, I've been playing that. Deleted his saves. Yes, but not the review game. (sighs) So, Did you
3: fuck yourself on Broken Sword again? Surely you didn't do it no, no, a no, no. second
0: time. <laughs> so as you know, Anna and I have been playing Resident Evil 2. Booted it up last right. night. Probably, probably put in about 8 to 10 hours, I I reckon.
2: That's the whole game, man. Yeah. yeah,
0: it sounds like a lot, but I've, we have been going quite slow. We're like, you know, taking it slow. Booted it up last night, and, it, and I, was, I wasn't really paying like that much attention. Comes up, uh, would you like to convert your uh ps4 data to ps5 and i was like yeah sure whatever like it must be an update or something like that no sorry the first thing it ca- came up it was like ray tracing or something like that and i was like yeah whatever weird sure i didn't ask me that last time but okay sure um said yes to the to the to the data thing continue and i was like ah oh. because the picture of the like the background of that continue screen is like where you load into right and it was the gas station where Right at the start, so I go continue. Boots into the gas station. Right and right at the start of the game with Leon, I'm like, okay, that's not good. Okay, go to go to the load load game thing, and I've got two saves. Right, so I've been saving. I got dual saves. Gone, no save there. So when I did when I went into the game for the first time, it came up with you know there's a conflict in your cloud di- mm-hmm. in your cloud data. Di- mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. the cloud data di- was from like the Whatever it was from, it was from 8th to the 7th or some shit like that. I don't know. I can't remember. But the console data was from the night before. So I chose that, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, so it loaded up weird. I was Actually. like, hey, that's strange. And I'm fucking go- like, Anna's like, what has it been deleted? Like, what's going on? Like, why would it do that? Like, what's happened? She's like, do we have to start again? I was like, I think so. So I was like, all right, well, let's, let's check the cloud storage. But I did it the mm-hmm. wrong way. Right. Oh. So I went to the options, and when it, it says check sync status, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'll go into that because I couldn't remember where I, where to where to find the cloud thing, and I didn't. I forgot. Like I didn't. I mean, I probably knew it, but I didn't realize at the time. But it syncs automatically. I thought it, I thought it asked you if you want to update your. So it synced automatically. As soon as I saw it started to sync, I hit the thing. I hit the power button straight to turn off. <laughs> it's like don't you dare I should have got up and turned like unplugged it from the power but you know it's it's powering down it's powering down it's probably been 10 seconds and I was like this is not good turn it back on load it back up completely gone all the cloud data has been overwritten with my ps4 data so for whatever reason it, it loaded up as if it's the first time I've, I've ever ever played that game so I lost my entire yeah. second well yeah second or third uh, playthrough of RE2 so that game can Look get it. fucked Right now, damn, worst game ever. It, That's I was, rough, mate. I was angry last night. Not like you know, we didn't go and punch and throw shit, but I was like, games are fucking you dead You did a me. Kyle and nailed his drywall. Games are fucking dead <laughs> to me. Like, <laughs> that game can actually fuck off and burn in the fiery pits of Mexico with ET.
2: Wasn't that your 10 out of 10? <sighs>
0: It was my ten out of ten. <laughs> it was. Are you, you going to reprint the review and, like and a, my goat. six out of 10 So, yeah, and I'm, and he rigged the well played awards for that. That's true. I was, yeah, I uh, as well. <laughs> It's funny because I was, like I, then. Cause I was I telling that. KV that, and I was like, "Is there any other way I can get my like? Is there like a, uh, a, a like a cache of safes on on the cloud that I can dig into?" and And he's like, "Nah." And he's like, "Oh, so." I was like, I'm fucking furious. He's like, you're gonna, you're gonna um, undo the well played awards now, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it still hurts yeah. me to think about it now.
2: I it must say, really it ahead. has happened to me before. I'd be surprised if it hasn't happened to most of us at one point. Yeah. But Ten hours, different though, games. Like
0: probably, pretty, not, sure. pretty sure, probably eight hours. But it just, I'm, I'm not gonna play that, that again.
2: Most people would probably quantify that as not a big deal, but most people aren't as busy as you, so eight hours probably seems like a week's worth of gameplay. That's
0: like, what, How how many weeks have I been talking about it. What,
3: yeah, it's been a while now, yeah. Oh, okay, so it could be a couple weeks. <sighs> I suppose the silver lining, at least it happened with a game that you have played and finished before. At least this isn't like True. your first playthrough. That would be... Yeah, but this might have been Anna's first playthrough? It was. Yeah, ah, that
0: is mm. a shit time then. Yeah. She was, you know, I, I was really enjoying playing it again and, and she was really in, enjoying watching it, but... Well, you can maybe just watch, a, you can maybe watch the
3: Netflix series instead. It's like the oh, same yeah. thing. Or, well, let's come back to that. Or you <laughs> so, can
1: introduce her to RE5. for later on. <laughs> no, <so> what, <laughs> yeah.
3: I, what I think we'll do is
0: we'll... The only good thing is that now that it's loaded the PS4... Well, I think it, this was available before, but it's not available if you haven't played it for the at all um i might do a, start a second run sorry uh a second um players declare section i, I was going to
2: suggest um probably not as good a suggestion but i was going to suggest going for three and then going back to two because they run parallel don't they
0: resident with three yeah fuck that game
2: I mean, considering it's a lower standard <laughs> of game, it can only get better. Like nah. you just—that's—that's that's how you. No, no.
0: Nah, so I, I, think I, think I think I'll. I think I'll. Well, I gave it an eight. That's <laughs> so, I gave it an eight. <laughs> I gave it an eight. It's dog shit. Uh, <laughs> right, I only no, played. I only played nine it's, and a half It's, it's no
1: eight point five. But so. Oh fuck
0: off! <laughs> yeah, no, I, th- I think we'll play as clear. But I'm gonna need a few days to um cooler more, well i'm we'll writing a piece us. about resident evil at the moment and i just i want to fucking be in it like whenever i see the words resident Evil, I just, <laughs>
5: <you> <laughs>
0: dog mother. all right so let's get into the review titles jordan you probably got a, a quick one to whip out first uh nice phrasing there thank you um yes yeah, so i've been playing Redout out too uh
1: it's uh i'd say it's it's more of a a modern interpretation of F-Zero than Wipeout because, you know, it's not focused on, like, combat or anything, which Wipeout is. Um, uh, you know, so I've been dabbling in that. Uh, firstly, really pretty game. Like, that game looks incredible uh, and it runs really, really nicely. Uh, but I honestly found myself not enjoying it too much. Uh, mainly because, A, I, I was never a big fan of the F-Zero interpretation of that whole racer just because the whole going ridiculously fast for the sake of going ridiculously fast just never really uh grabs me that much uh but i feel like this game does it worse because it doesn't give you time to process important information you'll just fly off the edge like there'll be a turn that has no barrier but it's at the end of like a, a slope that you're going up so by the time that you've gone up it you're off the edge because you can't turn around um but aside from that like it's general controls if you played the original are really solid uh it's got its uh typical strafing and banking um and it's uh it has a upgrade based progression path so the more you go through the campaign you get like little upgrade nodules for your uh for your vehicles so you can try and customize things and make it uh as well you know to be exactly what you want, whether it be you want it to be have like higher acceleration or better brake and steering stuff like that, uh, and then yeah, the further you get through the campaign, the faster you go because your class of vehicle goes up and up and up. Um, but yeah, just solid game bounced off of me because it's not wipeout and it makes me sad, uh, and
0: the the music's pretty solid too. Nice. How um uh how many tracks and and different planes and stuff jets whatnot uh i haven't even unlocked everything there there's
1: actually quite a lot there cool Uh, i wouldn't even know how to begin counting it aside from going
0: one two three four on the list and that's going to take forever nice very cool all right we'll look forward to the review on that one uh nathan do you want to go with your title
2: let's talk live alive I believe that is the official pronunciation. We've had a bit of conjecture here and well played whether it's "live a live" or "live a live." We're not quite sure, but that's what we'll roll with. So this L- is "levee a levee," "levee This is a this is a game from Square Enix back or Square back in the Super Nintendo here about twenty eight years ago. So we're talking ninety four. This game I wasn't didn't even get low then. No, no. So this is this is older than some of our uh, team here at Well Played. A couple of our folks here, indeed. So this is this is quite an unusual title. This is a title where it's a it's a Japanese RPG it's focusing on eight separate characters with separate stories, period settings, and sort of gameplay nooks or, or, or uh, novelties. And this came out kind of between Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger, but it never got localized to the West. So this has been sort of sitting behind the couch or in, in the back vault of Square's library, only in Japan for a long, long time. And having now played this, I can kind of see why. So apparently it didn't do too well in sales back in Japan, and it probably wouldn't have landed much with the audience. This is something of a, more of a cult title. So... With, between these different characters, you've got uh, you've got characters set like a Wild West, you've got a character set in Imperial China, Edo period Japan, you've got some futuristic ones uh, which are really cool, and these are effectively your kind of turn-based combat, you're sort of fighting on a grid when you're going into fights, it's, it plays a little bit like Chrono Trigger with some sort of active timers going off between um, attacks, but it looks terrific so this is it's got some involvement from team asano the uh octopath traveler project triangle or triangle strategy team so they've they've really brought to the fore here their presentation value so this is a game that looks absolutely terrific in its 2.5 or 2d hd implementation so it keeps the sprites of the original game and sexes up the backgrounds with the unreal engine so it looks absolutely terrific They've completely redone the soundtrack while keeping the sort of uh, synth and chippy tunes of the SNES. So everything's sort of thematic in terms of its soundtracks, the Wild West themes and stuff like that all sound terrific. Um, So everything looks and sounds great. There's voice acting that's new to it, which is pretty decent. um, But the writing itself is nothing to write home about, so there's nothing there to be too excited about. Um, so those were those were some of my strongest positives with this game. But some of the issues that arise is the fact that each of these stories between the eight characters are self-contained. And as such, you so, sort of end up kind of retreading some of the same ground between them. So although they've got some of their own sort of gameplay nooks, as I mentioned, like, um, say, for example, the cowboy... Is in a town where he's just sort of laying traps for an invading group of bandits. So that's really cool. He's sort of working with the townspeople to lay little traps of um, horse shit and uh, dynamite and stuff like that. Um, Over the course of, uh, there's a timer. So you've got to get all this done before dawn because that's when the bandits arrive. So that's a really cool novelty for a game like that. It's very different to the Final Fantasies. Another JRPGs of the time, there's another one where it's kind of like it models on Street Fighter. So you've got this one character whose story is solely he's going to be the very best. He fights seven champions. Exactly. He fights seven champions from around the world. He becomes the very best. And then it ends. So you wrap up his story easily in under an hour. So most of these stories, you do wrap them up in one to three hours. So they're very light. Um, they're not solely like the JRPG aspect of it is mostly in the fact that it's sort uh, of this isometric top-down navigation and the sort of turn-based JRPG combat. But outside of that, it's very different in terms of the stories that they tell and some of the novelties in the in the gameplay. In fact, there's one chapter I won't talk about too much because it's mostly spoiler territory. But there's only one combat encounter in the entire chapter, and the rest of it is kind of like this. Um, it's, it's a real, like, story-driven thriller. That's really exciting. But by and large, as I've probably implied, most of these stories aren't too exciting. Uh, they are aged. The fact this is almost 30 years old, so none of it's quite revolutionary by today's standards, especially when you've got so many indie titles that are already doing novel things in the RPG space. So... Really, really like the the genre bending in terms of the fact that you know for its time this is quite novel. It looks and sounds great. It's got that SNES charm, which was faithfully reproduced. But unfortunately, because you've got you're doing these eight stories basically from the get go. They're they're starting from scratch. You're having to sort of there's some there's some grind involved. You're retreading the same ground in terms of effectively abilities and stuff like that. So the combat never evolves. You pretty much going through the same formula eight times over, that's not very exciting. Most JRPGs, you'll sort of hit a point where they they start introducing summons or new weapon types and and things to really keep the gameplay fresh. This doesn't do that. So the combat does stagnate pretty quickly. Um... As I said, the story is mostly forgettable, and some of the qualities of the episodes are just really, really dated. So, as much as I think that Square Enix has done a wonderful thing with their 2D HD remake of a game like this, and it's really exciting for the future in terms of maybe we'll see a Chrono Trigger with this treatment, or a Final Fantasy VI or something like that, it would be wonderful. Um, I'm going to have to give this one a 7, which almost felt a bit too low in terms of just how much this succeeds in what it's trying to do. The issue is that is this is an old game, and they've kept all the issues of that game intact despite making it very pretty. Um, my final thoughts on it was, um, yeah, that uh, it's it's a miracle that we get to see this all these years later, as a, and it is kind of like a really distant spiritual predecessor, to Octopath Traveler, um, but it is a mixed bag despite the fact these are little short vignette RPGs. Um, and they're best enjoyed as as kind of curiosities or curios of uh, of a period, you know, thirty years ago.
5: Yeah,
3: that's all I got to say. Do we have any questions, fellas? For what it is, Nathan. Yeah. Being that it's it's you say it, it never really jumped the pond for for the Western audience to mm. enjoy. Do you think it's worth keeping in all of the little curiosities and quirks just for like preservation sense? So people who haven't had a chance to play it they can play it in its original and intended version rather than dress it up and make it better and kind of not taint what it was, but give it like a a modern sheen rather than just kind of keep it to to what it was. I couldn't agree more. I, I commend Square
2: Enix for taking the risk in the fact that they didn't really tinker with much under the hood here. They just really polished it on the surface and I really applaud them for that. So the fact I give this a seven... That kind of implies that even back in the day, there's a lot of novelty here, but there are just as yeah. many flaws, and that would have been the case back then as well, and I assume that was the case in terms of the fact that it just did not sell well. This was kind of yeah. the ugly child compared to Croto Trigger and Final Fantasy VI. So I, I commend them, and I really do hope that they take this approach to more titles where they, they they don't feel like they need to soften and round off the edges, You know, keep the jaggy bits in, but just sex it up and give people a new way to play. I'm really excited by that model.
3: Nice.
0: Nice. So when's it come out? It comes out on f- Co- Comes out Friday.
2: Friday so hopefully yeah. the day you're listening to this podcast, if you're a faithful long-time fan, yeah.
0: Nice. All righty, let's go to uh, the star of the show, uh, the main event, and that's Mark's review of Stray. So, Jordan, if you want to quickly fuck yeah, off be... for a bit he doesn't want spoilers when, no spoilers when the this cat stuff. talk I'll, I'll is done I
4: won't mention, mention too much straight yeah um, this was probably my most anticipated for this year uh, I was kind of worried for a while that we weren't even going to get it this year it might have been next year uh, but yeah it was, it was probably my most anticipated and I can say thankfully uh, the hype surrounding it uh, it's paid off it, it's worked it's, it's a fantastic game um if you haven't heard of stray where the hell have you been but essentially you are cute little kitty uh cute cat simulator and you discover or you you get sort of thrown into this dark uh cyberpunk-ish neon tinged underworld very dank It's very uh no humans it's just all robots all ai and you essentially have to just find your way out um I won't say too much more story-wise beyond that because if I do, it would kind of spoil the narrative. And it's a really, really good narrative. So it's worth playing it, going in cold in terms of that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's such an enjoyable experience in terms of... Like, you, I knew going in, hey, I'm going to be a cat. That's cool. But once you start playing it, like in the first 10 minutes of, of getting the controller and sitting down with it, I can't I lost count I literally lost count amount of times I went oh look at him oh he's doing the thing oh he's pulling oh he's curling!" it's just everything about being a cat owner I was like oh yeah perfect they got it down packed you 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 rub up against the legs of other humans or the the robots and they react you curl into a ball and you go to sleep and the camera sort of pans out and he's sort of purring and the little speaker on the PS5 if you play on PS5 uh, it is coming to PC But play it on PS5, because the speaker, when he sits down and sleeps, it starts purring to the speaker. And it's like really, really (laughs) such a cute fucking thing. I love it so much. Um but that and that's what most of the game was was just reacting to the to the cat stuff that happens and it's being a cat owner was like, this is great. This is fantastic. But there's actually a lot more to it than that. There is a a very interesting sort of throughput about uh humanity and dabbling with things they shouldn't, uh, and the, the issues surrounding that and the environmental impacts of that, um, artificial intelligence, all this sort of stuff that you would expect in a cyberpunk story. Uh, and they sort of incorporate that into just the simple concept of, here's a cat, the cat's trying to get back to home, essentially. Um, it's just so well done. I, I, I think the only gripe I had really was that, uh, I was a little bit short, Um, but I think they did it well in terms of not padding it out too much. It is a bit like an open world-ish environment. You go from one stage to the next and there's two main areas where it does have that open world aspect to it so you can go around and find little side quests but they don't do that Ubisoft thing like we were talking earlier of how they pad it out with things that are just complete nonsense and like, oh, I need to find five apples and whatever. Um, All of the side quests in this have a meaning. They they play a part in telling the world and the environmental storytelling that goes along with that, and it's it's very tight, um, uh, tightly orchestrated because of that. Um, it only took me about five hours to finish. Um, most of the uh, the extra sort of things you can find in between you probably take maybe eight to ten hours total. Uh, there's also an achievement which I noticed uh, and I mentioned this in the review, which you can read now once you're listening to this podcast go and read it uh you can finish the game apparently in under two hours and you get a trophy for that uh, And i've been trying to do that it's not easy it's not easy uh so, because so yeah, just, as much as like
0: just quickly just to jump in so yeah the reason why this is amazing is because oh
2: yes 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 go K- on <laughs> KV sent
0: me a picture and it was the picture of this trophy finished the game in in under two hours and i was like "Okay, yeah cool then i got a second pitcher, and he finished it in two hours and one minute and i think it was like i think it might have been 52 (laughs) seconds or something like that um i thought that was hilarious and he 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 did not he did not share the same feelings (laughs) i did
4: no i can can imagine um especially because the 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 end it is kind of like a little bit of hand holding so you can't really rush it too much Mm. um but no, yeah, the that's that's something I want to try because like the, most of the game for me was literally just going around and trying to find as many different things I can interact with as a cat. Uh, hence why it was like five hours. I reckon I would probably finish it in close to two hours if I just stuck to the the story path. Um, but there are a couple of, of areas where the the difficulty does ramp up a little bit. Uh, for the most part, though, it is pretty easy. Like the, the puzzles uh uh pretty straightforward in terms of as soon as you know what you need to do it's just instant you figure it out straight away there isn't a lot of moments that i recall where i was stumped i think there's only one time i was like i honestly do not know where to go and eventually just walked around a little bit and found it um most of the game was was pretty simple to figure out and i think that's a double-edged sword i think the fact that it is a relatively short story it is uh relatively easy to play plays into have allowing more people to play this uh i think a lot of people just want to play this simply because of the fact that it's the cats Cats. they want to be the cat and they don't uh force anything like difficult or or overly challenging because of that i think that plays well into that aspect so it will allow considerably more people to, to play this game and that will help it um flip side of that though of course is the fact that i felt like most of that game i was like breezing through relatively easily i would have liked a little bit more of a challenge uh, i would have enjoyed i would have enjoyed it a lot more but i don't think it took away from the experience ultimately i think i, I still enjoyed it uh and the, the story uh and actually just the visual storytelling as well it's a fantastic uh experience going through little by little but uh get to be a cat for five hours without having to worry about the cat actually ruining anything in the furniture and i've just moved into a new house (laughs) so obviously that's in the top of my head i'm going around trying to make sure my cat doesn't ruin anything but in this it's like i just go for it um and it's yeah it's it's a lot of fun it is generally fun Uh, i reviewed it uh it is a nine out of ten um i know a lot of people were reading some of the other reviews that were being reviewing it a little bit lower and i can understand that because i think a few people went into this hoping for something grander or broader but i think as an indie experience i think it is something that specifically was tailored to a broader audience uh i think it does a fantastic job of that um and it's a lot of fun and uh yeah i i, I really enjoyed it i really
0: did and uh, it's free on PlayStation Plus if you have that right now. So uh, PS5 yeah. and PS4. So uh, i got a couple questions for you quickly. Um, yeah. First one, any haptic feedback?
4: Yes, there is a little bit, uh, specifically with the triggers. So there's a, a couple of moments where you get the opportunity to scratch at doors or you scratch at furniture as a cat would. And it reacts pretty well to that. So you can go left, right, left, right on the triggers. Um, not too much more beyond that, I don't think. Not that I remember. I think a, a lot of the other things with the DualSense was the speaker. So when you're interacting with certain characters, or if you go to sleep at certain points, uh, it'll go through the uh, uh, little speaker on the meowing and so forth. You can meow constantly as well to attract enemies, and it'll come through the speaker and the thing. Uh, oh, I did turn kind it. Of... hate that. No, yeah. my cat didn't react at all. Oh. I generally, I put the controller right up to him, and he's like, don't care. <laughs> i think it's because they they didn't make the meowing too realistic it's got I'm a little a bit, a bit, bit of a it's sort of a neon uh not neon what's the word it's got a bit that video game sort of sound to it more than an actual sound of a, of a cat i think so it's probably the reason why my cat didn't react i have seen videos though on, on twitter and, and tiktok of dogs reacting to it which I think is hilarious
0: but um, Just all over the screen going there's a cat Second question. So, yeah. Cyberpunk, how's the soundtrack?
4: Soundtrack is amazing. Uh, probably up there as one of my favorites this year because of how unique it sounds. It has got that cyberpunk aesthetic to it, but it's grimy, it's weird, it's got sort of unusual sort of sound effects. It's very sort of... Uh, un- yeah, it's an unusual sound to it. And mm. I think it matches it really well. Like, obviously, having... The cuteness factor sort of matched to it. It actually works really well. Um, but there is moments of eeriness. Uh, There's moments of unusual sort of sounds and stuff that are sort of permeated through it all. But it uh, works really well.
0: Last question. How many cat puns in the review?
4: I think there were maybe three. Also, I mentioned Garth. be a
3: modest. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> it's a ginger.
4: Because it's a ginger cat. Um, yeah, I think the, by, I think the one I mentioned was, oh do know, where is it? I'm reading it right now. Uh, da, 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 da. oh yeah. The very last sentence before I go into my final thoughts. Uh, I said, essentially everything is designed to be unusual and off-putting until the simple act of purring grounds you and you're back to squealing again. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. I yeah. think that's my favourite pun. There you go. Zach's
2: probably disappointed, I'm sure there's nice. probably no pussy puns in there. Um
4: not <laughs> gonna mention just... that. <laughs>
2: super quick one. Uh you yeah. you've been very particular in how you've talked about this game and we've still got still got Jordan deafened and, and just in terms of some of those yeah. listeners that perhaps might be coming into this a bit cold, what would you give as a kind of very brief plot summary where you are sort of treading lightly?
4: Yeah, without going into too many spoilers, uh, essentially you get separated from your clan of three other cats. Uh, you s- get essentially guided back to uh, the Undercity by this little robot, which I think is called B12 from memory, uh, who essentially acts as your translator. because obviously cats and robots can't communicate. Uh, so it translates everything for it and it communicates to the robots and back to you. And you essentially work as a team to get back out. Um, I, I don't want to go into too much more than that because, honestly, it will spoil too much. Uh, but yeah, And the go goal in. is
2: to, like, get back to the gang? or Yeah, it's to like, get back to the surface.
4: Yeah, it's essentially to get back to the surface. Um, yeah. And in between all of that, it's learning what all these other machines have been doing underground all this time, um, all the weird sort of mysteries that have occurred through all of that. Um, there's... Uh, couple of little weird sort of almost half life two-esque monsters uh to avoid in the meantime sort of in the sewer areas and stuff like that um but yeah the more you explore and the more you talk to other people the more you sort of discover sort of these interesting sort of side stories and what happened to humanity and all that sort of stuff as well
0: good great yeah nice
4: yeah cool love it excellent
0: the big nine Nine Jordan, you can come back now. Nine lives it's out good. of 10A. 10, eh? 10. Ah! Good job. Look, I
4: didn't I didn't plan it, but I'll take it.
0: So sorry, can you just remind me who's the publisher again?
4: Uh publisher is Annapurna. Uh I think
3: sorry,
0: sorry, is so, sorry. Can, can you just say that for me again?
3: Oh, sorry. <coughs> it's Annapurna. Here we go. there we go. He's done it. He's uh de- <laughs> developed by fucking uh, nice, mate. Thank you. <laughs> developed by
4: blue 12 studio around france and that's twizzling
0: my whiskers <laughs> <sighs> that
4: i Chats. will say as a debut as a debut title that was uh i don't know what they're going to do next but that was
0: really fuck good maybe Look, a game where you play as a dog or something
3: i am um, i i played like 40 ish minutes of it before we jumped on the potty and i i think we need more games that have like quadrupedal characters because it like, just, like, running around as a cat, it just, it inherently feels different to running around as a person. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, More importantly,
4: characters that aren't cartoonish because other, that, like, not yeah. like a K.O. the kangaroo or, like, you know, that sort of stuff. Like, actual animals and how they, they interact with the environment and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, mm. and obviously, like, in you know red dead redemption and you know every other game including a horse like you you do horse riding and whatnot but i think there's something inherently different about actually being that creature yeah just i don't know it feels cool and different in a in a nice way so yeah i'm keen to play more of it look hang on i'm just gonna butt in and say look just on the horse point
2: um you kind of make horses sound like you know uh there's a dime a dozen of them in video games but there's No more does a horse feel real than when it collides with a rock in Red Dead 2. Oh,
3: my (laughs) God. And sends you careening off a cliff. Yeah. Does that not make your gut turn? Anyway, go on. Um, I was going to say,
0: Adam, if you want to play a game where you play as an animal, you should check out Away, the Sugar Glider one. I think you'd really like that.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: it got got really good reviews. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I remember
3: everyone loving it and not having anything bad to say about it. Uh I'll get right on that, thanks, mate.
0: These all jokes tonight, <laughs> oh, mate. He? I'm uh, it's Melbourne Comedy Festival over here. That's no, not
2: the one man show.
0: It is, uh, uh, Jordan. How do you how do you feel?
1: I feel good. Yeah, I was just writing while you guys were talking. What are you writing about? Uh, actually, it's uh, coincidentally an article that I was working on that somehow ties into the topic that you want to bring up today
0: nice Ooh, well segues. speaking of that segue uh i lied before i have played something else i actually forgot i was gonna bring this up right at the start but i forgot i played it um but on saturday i had a few frothies and ks came around and we played the back half of as dusk falls together so i missed the first half of it so I don't, he kind of gave me a rundown he, he sort of was talking and i was half getting what he said but um. So, <laughs> <laughs> as uh, as dusk falls, it's the it's the um. Is it just Xbox or is it PC as well? So let me just it's check. Completely, completely, and PC. It's PC yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's on PC as well. So it's Xbox and uh, PC. It is the game from uh, what are they called? Interior Night or something like that? Yeah, Interior Night, which is made up of former Quantic Dream devs. So, and I remember we spoke about this game after the Xbox Bethesda showcase, and we were all kind of like. What was that? That looks kind of bum, like without really knowing, uh, no it look uh. bum. It didn't like didn't really grab any of us by, you know, by the balls and go this is this is no is David
3: it. Cage, so I mean it's hard to I, I feel like I was nah curious. curious, like
0: it. curious. No, not like it. it would be better without David Cage. Well, I didn't Cage, say so. you hate it, but no one was like this looks amazing. This, this like, you know, No one
2: sold on it absolutely. I, I want to yeah, see more. I, yeah. I think
1: it just it did a bad job. But- Really
0: showing you what it
1: was because I was confused until well, yeah, I we didn't really know. And it had
0: like all this, like, multi it had like what six player multiplayer, and we were like, How's that even yeah. to work? It was eight, wasn't it? They, they, it, was eight, like, is they, it? they
1: buried the lead with all the good details that they just had um, this uh presentation, which you know, I get why they wanted you know, it's a story first, but like I had no idea what the game was pretty much right until
0: I read the review. And, then, and now, Zach's going to illuminate us. And the other thing is that uh, the other thing that really took us all a bit by surprise was the art style. Uh, yes. with that that still animation sort of stop start sort of um, style. Anyway, so this game is very cool. This game is also very good. So the I'll just quickly jump to Kieran's review to give you the premise because I don't I don't really remember exactly but so uh, as Dust Falls begins in the town of Two Rock, Arizona in the late 90s, where a group of three brothers bungle a robbery of the local sheriff's house and promptly find themselves on the run from the boys in blue. They seek refuge in a, in a remote hotel called the Desert Dream, where another family has been forced to stay after experiencing car troubles during a long road trip across the country. What follows is a messy hostage situation, the effects of which will echo throughout the lives of the two families as they are forced to live with the choices they, may, they have made, and the choices that others have made for them and eventually face the consequences. So when I jumped into this game, I, they, uh, so Kieran had, so there's like two books or two chapters. I think it's two books. I think is, is what they call it. And it would basically finish, he'd finished the first book. So they were, these brothers were on the run, um, uh, from the cops. Um, yeah. And there's, there's events that sort of play out, um, and yeah, so from, from there, there is literally no gameplay in this really whatsoever. It's not like um, Detroit where you can walk around and interact and you know just do the, the Q2Es. There's like no walking around. It's all kind of done for you. It is literally as close to, as you can probably get as to like playing a movie. Um, the only thing that you sort of do is you hover. Um, so uh, narrative decisions or do, oh, sorry, not narrative. Um, like dialogue choices will, will come up and you got to hover your little mouse or your cursor over the the option that you choose there might be um some scenes where uh, you got to investigate uh the environment and you gotta you move your cursor kind of like a point and click game basically well what it is yeah? so you move around and um yeah some some of it's timed some of it's not uh some of it is like key or like, like key choices or whatever like the wording is that that, that um that that they use where you know these choices actually affect the the story and if you go into if you've have we all played detroit here mm-hmm. you know that sort of um like that branching the path that you sort of get and you kind of might you might get in like the super, maybe get to get in the supermassive games i can't remember um like the flowchart. yeah so it tells you like what choices you've made and how, and how many people have made this choice and there's like you know boxes or paths that you can't see answers to because that's obviously something else so there are yeah so there's a ton of different options here some some choices are forced um sorry not forced um some are you know compulsory as in the, sorry uh, some outcomes in the story are gonna occur no matter what it's just how you kind of get to those to those to those moments the way choices works so with your so if you're asking about how does how does uh the multiplayer work because Really, you're only kind of uh, you're controlling one person at one time. Whereas in like say like the Supermassive games, when you play the multiplayer in those, everyone kind of plays a different character. Um, from memory, I think I think that's how that they, they work. Or we would like uh, like uh, Madam and Madan and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, we, we you know we each played a different character in each scenario, uh, and we controlled their their choices and whatnot. Here, it's like it's like a democracy. So. Options come up on the on the screen, and the players are free to choose the options that, that they want. Uh, if so, Kieran and I were the only two players playing. If there was two options, for example, he chose one, I chose the other. It would go basically into a raffle, and it would like randomise who what choice wins. You do actually get three. I think I think it's three. I think every, every player gets three overrides. Um, so you can actually, if you like, no, nah, we are making this choice. No matter what you can actually use one of your overrides to override the whole entire thing so um there yeah you get three of those per playthrough no um i'm not too sure how many per like playthrough maybe per chapter or sequence uh not chapter um yeah like maybe per chapter because there's a couple of different chapters inside the in each book or levels or however you want to call it um so that's so that's how that works the other really cool thing is you actually use your phone so you, if you if anyone went round to Mark's house tonight and we chucked it up on, on the Xbox, we could all get on our phones, um, and log into the game with the code, so you don't actually need to have controllers and stuff like that. So, so it's very so cool, kind
1: of like Jackbox in a way, sort of. Yeah, Brilliant. yeah, yeah.
0: It is a little clunky. I didn't because I kind of felt like like it, it is simple, but I did like with a controller. I, I felt like I could look at the screen and seeing. See what's happening, right? With with the phone, I felt like sometimes I had to actually look at the phone to know what I was pushing. Not that you really needed to, because if it's like if it's one of the QTEs, for example, it might be mash. So you just you just tap the screen. But there's one where um, I missed one when we were, we were washing the dishes, and uh, I had to swipe up or swipe left. I can't remember which one it was, and I kind of like because I was holding it in my two hands, like I was holding it like that, right? I kind of didn't have that like I didn't have that sort of uh it's hard hard to explain because you can't you can't say what I'm doing with my hands but um I basically was holding it like uh like a switch I guess so I had like my hands actually weren't on the screen I'm sorry my fingers weren't on the screen so I kind of was too slow to readjust um so I guess the controller is easier so if you do have that but it does mean that you can have have uh, people around Voice acting is really good. Story is really good. There's some characters in here that are extremely likable. There's some other characters in here that are extremely hateable. Um, but it's it's yeah, it, it is very very well written. The only thing I didn't like is probably the the ending was a bit of a fizz. Um, it wraps up things very quickly, uh, and it's odd in a way. There there are some threads there that are very quickly tied up, and they're like you're kind of like, what? So where's the, you know, where's the the rest of it? Without going in into spoilers, like it would it would, it would would make a lot more sense if I said, hey, you know, this happens and then this happens. Um, so that's a little bit, but it does allude to maybe there being a third book or a third chapter or whatever. Um, like both Kieran and I were very surprised at the game that that was it. We were like, oh, is that it? Even though it, it was kind of made sense, uh, sorry, it was kind of, appeared to be the case, they were still like, is that all? Yeah, I did read a review
2: yeah. that suggested that it it does require a full couple of playthroughs at least yeah, right. to really flesh out the branching narrative. Like yeah. it specifically some branches will tie off with a lot of question marks mm. that are resolved in another branch right. that probably
0: you won't see till the second or third time around. And um, so we actually did... We did a a couple of, we did, there was one sequence uh, that we restarted. Um, So there's a chick in in this game and and both Kieran and I were like, come on, we've got to get this chick to, you know, we've got to get this chick on our side Um, and we're at this party in the game. And um, we basically, we fucked up. Um, And then like the chick hated us. We got a fight. She was pissed off. Then we fucking ditched the chick and it's kind of like, We've we've killed every every opportunity you know every, every chance that we had. So we went 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 back and did it again, and yeah, like the outcomes are, are are very very different. So there's definitely a a lot of options and for the narrative here. Uh, it's on Game Pass. It's out now. it's if also you, on Steam for forty five dollars, I think it is. <laughs> that's a tasty asking price. Forty five dollars. That's
2: well, it depends how much game is there, yeah. I suppose. That oh, sorry might be a sorry consideration.
0: Forty five ninety five. See it's hard prices and games are just it's so hard to make a judgment on anything.
3: It is it with the multiplayer, is it something that you can like like Jackbox you can invite people to just like is there like a room code or something that you can Correct. do by, So you yeah, start
0: okay, a cool. lobby. Making the lobby is actually quite tedious. That's not that's probably not that it's a big deal, but um, yeah, it, it was a bit tedious with, with that. But no, it was really good. Um, and what Jordan sort of alluded to earlier, so, so he gave it an 8 out of 10. I'll quickly read you his...
3: Oh, it's as good as Resi 3.
0: His final thoughts. Um, <laughs> this interactive crime drama packs a unique visual style and some gripping moments dealing with mature themes. The choices you make are crucial to the fates of the two families, but the impact is more keenly felt in the first act than the second. So the one thing that we spoke about just previously is the the art style. It's actually really really cool. Uh, I didn't think I was going to like it. I thought I was going to thought it was it looked when we saw it at that showcase I was like this is this is kind of a bit bum. But it's actually it is very very good. Uh, the 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 artist's work in like drawing em, emotion in, into the faces of these still animations is is fantastic. Uh, they've done an excellent job. Some of the backgrounds and stuff do kind of look a bit bland here and there, but for the most part, the actual pictures themselves are, are excellent. So carrying that over with the theme, I want to ask you guys just quickly, and we'll only have a quick, a quick chat about it, don't have to go all night, but what's a couple games where the art style has really uh, stood out uh, for you and um, well and so the the brief that i that i gave you was that it can't be about graphical fidelity so i can't be like you know the last of us or like god of war for example you know that looks you know realistic and amazing something more stylized yeah perhaps. something with a bit more more style to it so jordan you haven't spoken for a while do you want to kick us off uh
1: yeah i'll probably kick us off with a uh, an oldie uh but it's one of my favorite art styles from the game boy advance era uh, the Legend of Zelda Minish Cap. Oh, no, it was coming. Oh. No, it was what coming. It's yep. my f- single favorite... I was favorite, on the fence on that one. ...single favorite art style from that era of gaming. It's just so vibrant, but like so concise with what it wants to communicate. It's just
3: brilliant. It's clean. And your hat looks like a duck. Yep, it does. Lord Mayor, I've got that hat. I've what got
4: that
3: hat somewhere, pretty sure. you got Ezlo. Let's go. Yeah,
0: yeah. Rossy boy, talk to me.
3: Oh, I'm blown away by the hat thing. Uh Firewatch. <laughs> Firewatch Good is one for me. I think the the game is excellent and it feels like you've stepped mm. into one of the the posters, <clears throat> like the, the art, artistic interpretation posters for one of America's um national parks, like Yellowstone. Um it evokes like that kind of warm feeling. There aren't many sharp edges, it's all earth tones, and it's all very calming and regardless of, you know, where maybe the narrative goes, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It Yeah, it makes you feel warm and, and cozy. And I think it's, yeah, it, watch it's out for the fire, beautiful mate. to,
0: hey. If it's getting warm in there, you got you to gotta keep an eye on those fires, mate.
3: Yeah, mate, it's a, it's a full-time job. I also do that in Ross. I'm the, the fire captain. Yeah. But yeah, the, the fire, fire watch is my first one. Do you live in the Ross forest? It's yeah. all forest, mate. It is, yeah. We're only tree houses down there.
0: <laughs> Ross watch uh nathan what do you got for us
3: yeah so number one for me is
2: going to be katamari damasi this this is uh yeah if you've not if if for some reason you've never seen this title it will quite strike you if you do google it it's a very blocky it is a japanese game and it's quite abstract in its theme you're effectively rolling a a ball it starts very, very small and gets bigger and bigger as it starts off rolling uh, small objects into it then bigger objects. So you'll be rolling, you know, uh, stationary and then rats and then small animals and then cars and then trees. and gets bigger and bigger, but everything in this has this cartoony blocky aesthetic, which... At first glance, it's probably going to look pretty shit, but when you actually see it in motion, it actually plays into the sheer comical appeal of what the game is actually trying to do. So it's a game in which the style does directly complement the gameplay and the theme. It's all very wacky, and we did see it uh, re-released with Reroll a couple of years back. And in all honesty, I could barely at first glance see the difference. It's just one of those stylized aesthetics that ages. And doesn't require much in the way of fidelity, so it's an unusual one. Think, uh, think comical Lego with no sheen to it, um, but but also there's a lot of expression in these blocky characters, and, and uh, you know everything's blocky. The dogs are blocky, cats are blocky. It's
3: a it's a funny time. It's so charming, so it's charming, charming. yeah.
0: Absolutely, mm. Mark. What are you? Uh, what's what's one of yours? Uh, pretty obvious one, I think. Cuphead
3: oh yeah like that are... early
4: early early animated cartoon brought to life completely hand drawn which is the reason why it took them so long to make and of course the dlc which recently just dropped as well uh you couple that animation style with the music it's just so unique so vibrant don't get how many times i die i could play that game forever
2: what do they call that style Rub- rubber hose the old mickey mouse steamboat yeah. Willie rubber hoes? yeah yeah,
4: yeah rubber sort of early style. disney animation sort of style i think it was like in 30s? 30s yeah nothing else like that
0: apart from the game that tried to rip off cuphead Oof. Oof. Uh, in, in, enchanted enchanted
3: enchanted enchanted
0: yeah. bottle or something i'll have
3: to look into this um I haven't heard much from that
0: <laughs> no i actually googled that like randomly the other week um i came across the, you would. the name i don't know i, I saw it i was like oh, i haven't seen that anyway uh for me uh, a game that we spoke about before uh, the artful escape was probably the one that first came to my mind just how bright and colorful and just the like i think you know we spoke about it when that game came out but it's like the like the design of the creatures and the, like the world it's like who, who who thinks of that and then who can actually take those thoughts and put them onto a fucking video game. Like, it's just, it's
3: good. I, I so love it. abstract. And like the, the color palette in that game is absurd. Like mm, yeah. the, the amount of color used in it is just ridiculous in the best way. Ah, yeah. Such a good time. It's a trip. It is good.
1: Jordan? Uh, oh, there's so many I want to put in this. Um, just give us two more. Two more, okay. I'll I'll, I'll do quick fire. Uh, probably uh, Genshin Impact. I'm not a big fan of the game itself, but it's probably one of the single best, uh, anime art style in a video game. It is like it truly understands the the depths and nuance that something like that in a three D realm like that takes. It's just it's beautiful as a result. Um, but top for me is probably Bloodborne that art style, that that art direction and stuff is just crazy. Those monster designs and everything is just. Phwoah. I remember going into the DLC and seeing, just like the, the like decapitated horse head of Ludwig, and just seeing it inside lined with eyes and going,
0: Spoilers. What the fuck? Who hurt
1: this person? <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's uh that that game's art will always stick with me.
0: Nice,
3: Adam uh the other two that i had the the first one's the complete opposite of firewatch which is super hot which is a game that is incredibly bold and i think you could see a single frame from this game for a single second and know exactly what it is because there are three colors there's black there's white there's red uh and that tells you everything you need to know about the game white is terrain can't interact with it black is weapons interactables red is enemies use uh, traverse the white pick up the black to kill the red it's it's really simple and it's very striking and it's got all like a very angular synthetic feel to it so nothing feels real which kind of plays into the the minimal story that the game actually has um and the other one that immediately came to mind was don't starve which is like a macabre comic book come to life and i just think that game's visuals are absolutely brilliant and it's really beautiful in an understated way but yeah those are the other two that instantly came to mind you, you could almost pick anything from clay's library eh? yes oh absolutely absolutely uh nathan yeah so my number two
2: is another legend of zelda game this is wind waker yeah, that
0: was
4: so
2: ones. when this landed the, the in, original um, right
1: not the remake with the uh shit ton uh, of bloom uh, uh,
2: I got nothing to yeah, I got nothing to say on the remake. Didn't play the remake, but I only played the original, and I remember for the first time just seeing still images of it in a Nintendo magazine on a shelf, and thinking, "There's no way this is what it is." Once you're coming off the back of Majora's Mask, this looks far too clean, and seeing it in motion is quite mind blowing. Back mm. in the day, I don't know, it probably maybe it doesn't have that same appeal to a first viewer, but back in the day, that was outstanding because it was super stylized. It managed to create a lot of effects or illusion of particle effects by just using brush strokes on the environment. Really basic, basic shit, um, but done so craftily. The honorable mention I have here, my sort of third the honorable mention, is the Nino Cooney games. So they had a crossover with the studio Ghibli and they Ghiblified, Ghiblified. A JRPG, and again, this is not something that's super, like, super high on fidelity, it doesn't have great particle effects or anything like that. But the sheer, um, that, that notable Studio Ghibli style, that kind of cartoony anime style, was perfectly represented in this game. And I, yeah, I, I think this is also one of those kind of ageless aesthetics, um, particularly because of the renown that people will associate with it and Studio Ghibli.
0: Nice. Mark, what do you got? Uh,
4: Quickfire ones. Uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn and Yoshi's Woolly World. Yeah, nice. Uh, The fact that you have two games, which are essentially one is just all wool and the other is just like felt and cardboard, just creating uh, unique style and unique environments through that. I think both of those were fantastic. Um, Anything by Supergiant Games... Mm -hmm. as well like hades is amazing The artwork on that why they haven't made an art book for that one yet i don't know because i want that um one last one i wanted to throw out uh do you guys remember killer seven yeah yeah of
2: course yeah that that was suitors yeah
4: that was one of the early suit ones yeah that and um uh no more heroes like that sort of early gamecube stuff those were fantastic as well
0: guys um one quick one for me Uh, broken sword the first two games just that sort of uh almost disney-esque sort of um cartoon style there uh one developer i want to give a shout out to and mark you'll probably appreciate this and i can never pronounce their their name correctly uh amanita or amanisha design you did the game what's that
2: are these the machinarium
0: yes dudes? machinarium yeah and they did um, oh they right yeah yeah, yeah. creeks yeah, yeah. and they did what's the game you played recently you did happy something uh happy game happy, happy game yeah they did that yeah. and they've and their and their new game Fon, Fon something rather that looks again it just looks wild so like, they like they they have a great every every sort of game that they do is this great little art yeah. style but the game I probably love the most is uh Trouba Brook which I know in Jordan probably oh. remembers that with like the um like the claymation type I think it was mm. no it wasn't clay was it no they had like these little sets they did stop motion yeah, yeah stop motion sorry but they but they made these little sets and basically every thing that they did was like you know they had to make like all these little yeah um all the movements and stuff was all done through animation it it was it even won it won a well played award for uh, arts die or whatever well whatever it is that, that we have uh so it wasn't, sure, it wasn't such a, such a good game shout. of the year because that. Went i'm just looking
2: won. at the awards section on the steam page i don't see the well played award mate i've <laughs> seen plenty of others for, is this <laughs> one, for, day. one day
0: is this for, for tuber brook it is i've played the game through three times to try and get the platinum every time i miss the same fucking collectible <laughs> there's one there's one collectible that i've missed oh i've got the um oh. the physical of that too that's uh Okay. I do too. Yeah.
2: I didn't know I owned it, so, yeah, that surprised me. It's actually, I played <laughs> it.
0: The game isn't as good as what I hoped, but it's actually still pretty good. I, I, I do quite like I, it.
3: I think it's fantastic. Like the, the the core gameplay of it, maybe not, but the the visuals and also just the characters and the writing are mm. spectacular. The game, I, I loved it, top to bottom.
0: Yeah, that's. Um yeah, because if you if you go back and watch, well, I watched the like like the making of some of the scenes like like yeah. before it came out, and you watch some of those, and then you like play the game, and you're like, this is all like handmade sets that they've sort of done, and yeah, it's unreal. Good time, good time. Uh, so check it out. I've got, I've got I've got
4: one last one I wanted to mention. The only reason I reason I didn't mention it is because it's not out yet. Uh, <laughs> vocabulary. Was it? If you haven't seen Vocabulantis yet. Uh, it's coming out mm. December apparently is by a publisher called Wildfly uh, and developed by King Kong Orange. It's completely stop-motion animated. Look that one up. I think that one's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, I saw I, that I, last I, yeah. year. That's been on my watch
0: list. Oh, no, time. yes. I do know this game.
4: I think it's pronounced... A,
0: yeah, I remember that picture. Yeah, and no, I have seen this before. Mm. Yeah, it looks very really cool. That looks
4: fantastic.
1: Nice. All right. I, I've, uh, I've got one more quick one because I feel stupid for not thinking of
3: it. Akami.
2: Yeah, that one that yeah, that one didn't make show. my list, but it was
3: it was definitely a contender. Yeah, there are so many, like any of yeah. that game company, like Flower and Journey, and like there's there's lots of games. I'm glad that um, Mark, you mentioned Supergiant because everything they oh, touch yeah. is gorgeous, like Transistor and Pyre. Oh, all their games are so gorgeous.
4: Bastion as well, just everything they yeah. do.
3: oh, love
0: it. Yeah, we could go on for a while. Let's go into news. Sorry, that that sounded quite mean. I did. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: but it is true, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It is. Um, there's some good shit out there. All right, so let's do the headlines. Um, we'll whip through those. Uh, Bayonetta 3 gets a release date, October 28th. Uh, so October Finally. is now absolutely Hell fucking yeah. stacked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, there's another game coming out on that day. What what game is it? Uh, Call of Duty, isn't it? Is it Call of Duty? Or, yeah, or, it it, or Gotham Old mates? Ooh, ooh.
1: I I just remember seeing someone mention a shooter and then someone had to be like, yeah, those are completely
0: different audiences. No, and anyway, um someone someone check that out. Uh the Division Resurgence got two new videos which detailed uh the story and as well uh story gameplay and a new faction. Did anybody watch this? I watched maybe a couple minutes. No, no one
3: gives a shit about that. It is Call of Duty that comes it out is on October 28th okay,
0: What's uh what's Gotham Knights at?
3: 25th? Uh, 25th. Okay,
0: okay.
3: Yeah, my apologies. A, a, full, th- a full three days earlier. Um, you know what else is on? Uh, that October gives people time
1: to uh, to buy it, realize it sucks, return it, and then get, get Bayonetta three instead. Uh, oh, the
2: old EB Games rental policy. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: the other game, the other thing that's out October 28th is Resident Evil Village Gold Edition.
3: Ah, uh, I'll, p- I'll be playing that out of any of them, and are but it e- also Bayonetta three. Isn't are... Does that mean reverse? Yes, reverse
0: is out then, yes. isn't it? Oh yeah. baby! Yeah, there you go. I knew there was Nathan... another game out then. That Both has to be Zach, come on. The th- go The tea. three
3: of us at least get in on that for a, oh, a tickle. Yeah, it's gonna stink, <laughs> 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 and he's still gonna somehow
1: win game of the year for a football well player.
0: Hell yeah, it's gonna. You heard Capcom. This podcast sponsored by Capcom, and so so are the awards. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, I Mate, I was like, I wasn't surprised that RE two won, but I was very surprised that Village won. Um. But anyway, that's another. Hey, I'd. Yeah, that was the problem. It it wasn't even my first choice. You can't even blame me. (laughs) Just because it's not your first choice doesn't mean you can't rig it. Um, I didn't vote for it. No, it was my second vote. uh, I think Artful Escape was my first. Anyway, um, uh, Soda Story, sorry. Uh, Yes, Soda Story Brewing Tycoon is out thursday so if you're listening to this on friday which you hopefully will be it's it came out yesterday it's a little cute uh, aussie made game from a south australian duo called upper walrus games i think from memory um yeah it's, it's where you operate a like a little soda company and you're, you're taking part in a reality tv show called prisoners uh it looks quite cool uh a new single player horror game set in the alien universe has been announced i don't think did it get a name
3: Nah, that's about it. Cool. They, yeah. they said yeah. that it was an action horror game, and that's about it. Cool. I need to finish the last one.
0: Uh, PlayStation. We'll put, we, we we might have a quick little talk on that. So we'll, we'll we'll go that one. We'll sorry. We'll come back to that one. Anna Perna uh, selling stray themed uh-huh. cat accessories. I want it. Yep. Uh, so my cat's
4: gonna hate it, but I want it.
0: Yep. So will mine.
4: Ape- <laughs> Get in the backpack, boy. Oh yeah.
0: Apex Legends, Gaiden. Gaiden event has kicked off. Gaiden. Gaiden. Uh no one guidens a shit about it apart from one man over here. No. <laughs> uh,
3: uh not even me. I don't I don't give a shit about anime things, but yeah, there's, was, uh, there's anime, lots of anime yeah, inspired. Uh, Warframe, anime inspired gear.
0: Warframe devs are now Soulframe.
3: Um Yeah, boy. Is this you gonna be like record? um
0: yeah. Are they gonna be like Crytek where they have frame in their name for every game that they have? Whereas Crytek um <laughs>
2: There is thematic leaks, though. Like, it's... yeah, I uh, but, but, but
0: on top of this, they also uh,
1: showed off uh, a bunch of stuff for Warframe as well. So they have showed off more of the Deviri Paradox. Yet? Um uh, Crossplay. Uh, yeah. cross-play. Yep, they they're, yeah. they're testing out crossplay for it now. Love
2: that. Thank God. I've been um, waiting for that. Uh, uh, they showed off...
1: Uh, so... Oh, I forgot the, neck, the uh,
0: oh, next... Oh, no. yeah, Let's the move on to the next news <laughs> Um So... <laughs> <laughs> FIFA 23 cover uh, athletes are Killian Mbappe and uh, uh, Australia's Sam Kerr uh, Sam Kerr is female if you don't listen or watch soccer um, this is the cover of The Ultimate they they share that in Australia Sam Kerr is on the cover of the actual standard edition yep. globally oh sorry re- the rest of the world uh, it's old mate Killian, which I think is odd he's oh, um, a cop like
4: third year in a yeah. row in, I think
0: so why not just have a reversible cover do both
4: because because it's ea they don't care
3: Um, uh i don't don't mind both i don't mind
0: the both i mean like why not have both on all of it
4: i think i i tweeted it earlier on i think it was fifa 15 they had about 20 different covers for all the different regions yeah is that so yeah Yeah. oh wow because there has been a female player on a cover before but it was already in australia and canada Mm.
0: In that year? Um, uh, EPOS have announced the GTW 270 earbuds. Oh, sorry, is it a. Re- uh, Adam, sorry, you wrote this. I didn't actually read the yes, emails. It's, so a, it's, it's a it's relaunch. It's a relaunch, so, relaunch
3: right. Yeah. So they released a version of these earbuds last year. Um, but you weren't able to utilize chat function if you are using it on a console, uh, whereas now the USB-C dongle that they use, you'll be able to actually use the, the chat function. So it was like one of the major gripes that everyone that reviewed them had with them, oh, uh, and they Who fixed that, console? so it'll be a bit more well-rounded.
0: Cool. Uh, 31 Aussie games have been given over $4 million in funding from Screen Australia as part of their expansion pack fund uh, program. Excuse me, that was announced today. Uh, yeah, that's th- excellent news. All thirty-one games are listed here on the website, copy and pasted from Screen Australia. Shoutouts for writing that all up so I can steal it. Um, <laughs> probably the <laughs> just Google it, mate. <laughs> most interesting one, kind of. Uh, there's a few here that I've heard of before, a, a lot here that I've not heard of. Um, I'm trying to find it. Sorry. And when I read it, I was like, ooh, this is sounds like it's been made for me." Here we are. it's called uh, Leonardo's Moonship made by Secret Lab, who are apparently Tasmanian.
2: Mm-hmm. They are Hobart-based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey.
0: Genre, adventure, they, puzzle, and narrative. I'm like, okay. Um,
2: they also had some involvement with Night in the Woods, if that they are, name rings a bell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ah. yeah. They, they did the mobile port and some. they did some work on that. Yeah. So the synopsis nice. here
0: is that in Renaissance Florence, famed inventor Leonardo da Vinci is the talk of the town and his renown grows by the day. But when a mysterious message calls to Leo, he finds himself torn between the love of his fans, the wrath of his enemies and his boundless desire to learn more. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm keen. And then I saw mobile, PC and Mac. And I'm like, mm, mobile. Mm. <laughs> Is that going to be make it a kind of bum? I don't know, but... I'm keen to These do
2: guys know their shit around a mobile game, so I, and I wouldn't call it mobile game per se, but they'll have ported it to mobile. That's something that they're quite effective at. I guess I don't think it's going to be a mobile first experience per se, if that's the assumption. Yeah,
0: no, I guess uh, Broken Swords on on a uh, mobile, so I should. Uh, you know, <laughs> I,
3: I love that. That's the measuring <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't
0: sure. shouldn't throw stones. Uh, no, very nice. There's uh, there's a ton of cool sounding games here. Yeah, uh, I'm interested in a uh, Star Wars Piper Drive. Looks like my jam.
3: Yeah, yeah,
4: shout out to Dungeon Experience as well. I know uh, Jacob Janerka's previous work. Was... Oh, yeah, it looks a, it looks predictably or he's very a funny man. sort of weird and cute and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Also, there's one title called Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's Cat-, Cat Burglar, which yeah. is the best title in here. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Sorry, guy. I s- Oh, I thought you were going to say something. We're going to... Nah. All right, let's move on.
2: I was just going to comment on Project Feline, but there's been enough cat shit this, this potty. so go on.
0: <laughs> uh, skate something or rather. Skate 45. Uh, skate Is that meant to be 4.5 or something? I don't know. Skate 45 is here in the doco. Has been titled Skate and will be free to play. Which probably? So, they,
1: they skipped three and went
0: all the... They skipped, sorry, they skipped
1: four through 44, went to 45, and
0: now it's just It's been skate. that long, though, so makes it sense. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Free to play. How do we feel about that? Yeah. Mm. So,
5: yeah.
4: Mm. Free to play can be good and can be bad. It just depends. I feel on like how much in the modern they it, do, but it's so. EA yeah. free to play.
1: I, I feel like yeah. in the modern day and age, like free to play doesn't mean that much in comparison to a full premium game because they're gonna be shovelled with just as many microtransactions regardless. So mm. all really I've spent, is I've spent no so much on
4: on Destiny Two being free to play. So you know.
0: But still yeah, it doesn't doesn't necessarily have mean to much pay either, for expansions know. question mark you yeah do. it's free it's free yeah, to, for, to start okay yeah okay
4: free to start but yeah you have to do everything
0: else. and speaking of bungee Bungie are now officially part of the playstation family so shout outs mm-hmm. to Bungie. Um,
4: fingers crossed they stay multi-platform they say they are but oh, okay. I, mean, I, yeah, I reckon no, they're no.
1: just going to go back after a few years to doing timed exclusive content which is just annoying I reckon yeah, go... that, that was a real pain in the ass yeah.
4: of Destiny 1. Yeah. Hopefully the more likely thing is the new IP that they've been sort of hinting they're working on will probably be platform exclusive. Mm. TV advised.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of PlayStation, they announced PlayStation Stars, which is a free loyalty program that will let you cash in points for PSN credit and more. Uh, it's going to come later this year. It was announced on the PlayStation blog like... Last week, five days ago, whenever that was, it's Tuesday, so you, you can work out the math. That um, was last week, yes. Last week, yep, nice one. Um, but I can't remember what day, Thursday or something. Uh, anyway, so it was announced by Grace Chen of PlayStation's long ass title here. She does a lot of things, uh, and she writes that players will be able to earn Just points Google by it. completing a variety of campaigns and activities. Uh, so some will be as simple as like uh, a monthly check-in that requires you to play any game, while others might ask you to win tournaments, earn sp- specific trophies, or to be, uh, to, or to even be the first player to platinum a blockbuster in your time zone. Uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber, you'll get points from purchasing shit on the PlayStation Store, and then you can convert your points into uh, like, like, yeah, like PSN credit or PlayStation Store items. It doesn't specifically say game, so maybe it might not be games but uh, it just says items and there's also the, the, they're doing digital collectibles uh, which are a rep- sorry which are digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy including figurines of beloved like beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment as well as cherished devices that tap into PlayStation innovation sorry history of innovation uh, NFTs basically is what, that sound- yeah, it's sounds what like. that's sounds yeah that's
2: all what was I was my thinking mind,
3: yeah you they, they
4: have they have said it's not so I don't know we'll see
3: what well, I, guess, I guess I mean it's just like badges and shit like on yeah. a, every other platform yeah. that has a loyalty program gonna... like Microsoft whatever yeah Microsoft thing they have.
4: Microsoft has Microsoft rewards they've been doing that for a couple of years uh, Nintendo has the gold coins that you get from every purchase mm. on the eShop which you can then put towards discounting or buying stuff which I've done a that's lot that's the only videos. one I've
2: cared about because it's yeah. the only one I've taken advantage of but yep. the rest no no
4: yeah
2: love a discount. Oh, yeah.
4: It's it's bought a couple of things off the uh, the eShop sales every once in a while for me. Yeah, so a couple of those $3 handy.
2: winners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, they're great though, aren't they?
0: <sighs> so that's Boy. the news. Let's go to off-topics. Anything you want to talk about this week?
3: Resident fucking evil. Zach, Where's I want to know what you feel about Gather Resident Gather around evil. the table. There's no heads. other off-topic. This is the only thing. Well, gotta mate, it's got
0: to be, Um, you know... The people want what the people want. That's not he, off that, topic though. That's
3: got its own segment now. That is a, We yeah, need its own
0: on. little theme music, so <laughs> uh, That's uh, just gonna be nickelback. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell yeah. <laughs> 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 Look at these this nine nine flukes. I was about to say the exact same thing, Jordan. See great minds no flukes. That's good. Um Anyway, Jesus
3: um, Christ, I'll have that as a sound clip. <laughs> Don't do that so, when I'm trying
1: yeah, to drink water. Yeah, you're welcome. So,
0: sorry, yes, Resident Evil, the Netflix show, is dropped uh, on Netflix, of course. Um, it's. It also sounds like uh, eight it's, episodes. Eight episodes for you.
2: Eight episodes indeed.
0: And that
3: about sums it up. <laughs> he's needed he's <laughs> to wet the so... whistle, too. <laughs>
0: Nate, like Nathan knows this. In fact, you'll probably know this. Maybe Mark doesn't know this, but he'll probably get the. He'll know this by the end of this round. I rant.
4: think I already know it. I
0: think I already know it. I, I am it. a hardcore, traditional Resident Evil player. I hated 7 initially. Sorry, no. hated is the wrong word. I didn't like the move <laughs> to the first person. I didn't like the new characters. I didn't like how I didn't have Leon. I just didn't like it. Game was all right. Just doesn't like change. Basically. He, he's
3: um, a boomer. He's Tasmanian.
0: But, you know, Village um this show is that like I, I we like me and anna watched 20 minutes and she goes this fucking sucks so she so we yeah. so we turned it off i was like this blows um so <laughs> oh, that's a spoiler mate is it is it pretty much but go on <laughs> well, i was just gonna say that this blows dog balls but i used to and you've just confirmed that there's. Sorry about that. But anyway, uh, I, can, I can I can cut it in post. You're gonna have to because Nathan ruined my joke. It wasn't even about the show. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. It's not good. I watched. I've watched two and a half episodes. You're telling me it gets better on the third. It's growing. It's it's warming to me a bit. I'm still not loving it though. Uh, I think. So, early doors in in the series, there's um, some high school drama, and it just it sucks. And the soundtrack choices, the writing, <laughs> they're so bad. They're, <laughs> they are bad. Like it, it's like Dua Leaper and uh, Jamariquai pops and up at
2: one point. Jamariquai, oh, wow. Like, uh,
1: right.
2: So it's not they're not bad. They just don't make sense. No. I yeah, I would, it's not something that I would ever pick.
1: It's not something that I'd ever pick as like the soundscape for Resident Evil.
2: And like, no, seriously, when you see Jamarracuy on this show, it's like it is. Stunning how misused yeah. it is, but it's the only one I think it that time. works,
0: and it, is, it works in every fucking film basically. Is uh, Nine Inch Nails? Um, I, thought, I, thought, <laughs> I thought that was not too bad, but uh, is it
4: deliberate though? Is that is that deliberately by the producers to make it seem like it's something completely different, and then it slowly becomes Resident Evil we know? Or is it just that bad?
0: You're on to something. Okay, uh, right. Yeah, well, I, I can't comment because I haven't seen the whole thing, but yeah, the first episode I was like, fuck. Sucks. what is this yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I, I don't know anybody and i don't know what's going on
3: what like, how is this you know they're, they're in a Zach's, town called like a house Resonable. party that he got invited to from a, a friend of a friend <laughs> <laughs> why aren't they playing nickel he's, Nickelback? he's <laughs> just, <laughs> just oh, they're sitting in the corner music i don't know anymore <laughs> i don't want to go home like the, like the writing
0: is quite quite cringe like when she talks, when that girl's being real, like back chatty and sassy, and like oh, talking about her Zootopia. Oh, person. I was just like, shut up!
1: Wait, that's a legitimate <laughs> thing.
0: Yeah, they talk about. I the, thought the girl, that was just
1: the, another the, the meme. Bat-
2: no, 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 yeah. no. This, game, this, this there is some interesting writing choices in their first couple episodes. And like, it's not indicative of the rest of the series. But Zach is right.
0: The whole school thing doesn't need to doesn't need to be a focus. Like, why just don't waste time on that? Like, ugh. Um, and the other thing, and I don't care if this is a spoiler, so fuck off if, if you get upset about this. Go for uh, it. Why do the zombies run in this show? No. Nah. You, uh, yeah, well, okay. I'm I'm not going to comment on that. I, I'm guessing there's a reason later, but like when I saw that, I was like, "What? This is like, you know, they're all in like Resident Evil. They're all slow and they they trudge towards you, kind of thing. Here, they're fucking days gone, mate. They're fanging after you.
3: So." But how yeah good this is a series is lance that starts by Redick? bearing the lead sorry go on how good is lance reddick i mean Terrific. In, every, in everything that he's ever that's been that's the in. only is reason it, why i've
4: watched this is because of Lance. he's Redick. good in quantum break he
3: kills it get fucked sack stop bringing up quantum break at every <laughs> opportunity <laughs> fuck i hate quantum break it's so shit was he even
0: in quantum break yes oh fuck thought he was yeah. what a legend wasn't he I think so. Let's just assume he is. I mean, he just kind of fits, doesn't he? He's also Uh, in
1: um, Horizon, the Horizon games, I believe. What isn't
2: he in, to be honest? He's also Destiny 2, yeah.
4: On Destiny 1. And Destiny 1.
0: Anyway, um, so Nathan, tell us about your RE experience. So
2: so everything Zach has said is like fully legit. Like, you... There are some questionable choices made here where the first two episodes are not indicative of the experience that you get, but yet seems to want to draw in a new audience. So there's very much a bit of a conflict here in terms of what, who is this targeted at. The writing's all mixed up, characters don't really seem to fit, uh, There's no real. there seems to be no connection to the Resident Evil that you know. There isn't a whole lot more I can say beyond that because they're very deliberate in burying the lead. Episode three, they're to start. You start piecing some of the dots together by about episode four. It's full on Resident Evil. Like, it's very much. I, I, all I'll say is this is proper canon. This is not like the movies. Um, this is probably a bit more in line with maybe some of the animated spin offs. Like, there is mm. a lot of reverence here paid to the established events. Um, there are even okay. some. I I feel like calling them Easter eggs doesn't do them justice, but there are puzzles from the games. Mm that they do very good I've, service to I've too. heard this yeah. Question for yeah. you
0: and again, spoilers whatever. Like so it's the the I'm being very tight-lipped on those but go the on. The show is set in Africa from what I can tell. Like South Africa, S- yeah, sorry, a few sorry, a few yes. near a Cape Town they say. So, yeah. my first thought was is this linked somehow to RE5?
2: I want to answer that, but let's just say the events <laughs> of RE5 factory Okay. Yeah, well mm-hmm. This is proper Resident Evil. The events of the games are here. The the characters are somewhere. This is full on this is the most authentic adaptation of the series so far. And if you see the first two episodes, you'll think I'm you'll think I'm bloody high. But it's there. <laughs> I just don't know why they bury the lead like they do. I
4: think you just sold me on it, to be honest.
2: It's a lot of fun, but it's gonna require two hours of grinding your teeth. Mm.
4: Yeah. And
2: that's going to be a hard sell for a lot of people.
3: I've just hit the the end of... I finished episode three today and I can, from from what I've seen, I can see it taking that slow turn into something a bit more familiar and a bit more exciting. And I'm, yeah, I'm now more keen to, to watch it than I was prior. Because, yeah, the first two episodes... I didn't bounce off it as much as Zach did within 20 minutes. I thought it was still corny, but I was still... Super corny. Intrigued enough At, to In, to in all fairness
1: on. to Zach, he didn't bounce off in 20 minutes, and I did, and he just followed.
3: That's true. That's true. <laughs> Give him credit. So uh, What no. they
2: do with Albert Wesker, when the ball drops, oh, goodness gracious, it there is a lot of fun to be had
0: there. In my defense, it wasn't actually me that wanted to stop watching. I was willing to, to push through. Um, see where it goes, you know. See where.
2: So see- you know how the movies, like the 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 W S Anderson films, sort of pay homage. There'll be like characters pop up, but the yeah, events like, of like the Leon. games really have no yeah. They have yeah, no bearing on it. Yeah. <laughs> no bearing on it. Th- that's what I mean by saying fuck this is more able. authentic. <laughs> this is more authentic than I would say the Welcome to Raccoon City. It also looks better. The Welcome to Raccoon oh, City. Fuck. The one thing Raccoon City has over this is probably. The soundtrack is probably lands a lot the better, even though there's some funny TV soundtrack series, choices there.
0: The makeup... Don't don't tell me it's a deliberate thing to throw you off. But the makeup yeah. in some of these zombies is dog shit. I thought
2: it was the highlight. Really? I thought this is the best the zombies have looked across all Resident Evil adaptations.
0: Yeah, right. Maybe I need to see some more, but... But, but f- as I said,
2: these zombies
0: are... And I've got low standards, mate. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say <laughs> anymore.
3: Yeah, right. I'm gonna go and watch it right now. Yeah, I just need to zip my lips because right, well, I think uh, I've
0: said as okay. much yeah, so I
1: So you I should all watch it and then do a spoiler. Well, we
0: are So That's that's the plan. So we're gonna get old Jimmy Wood, um, James Wood, who's gonna oh he'll have some yeah, he's gonna do the review for Well Played, so that'll be up hopefully this week, maybe oh, good maybe lady. early next week. So I'll try and push through it. Um, so I've got Anna back on board now because she so 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 she went away for the weekend. I was like, all right, I'm gonna power through it. Um, and I got to, I finished. Yeah, I think I got about halfway through through, through the third app, and I was like, "She's probably gonna start liking this." So I, mm. I pulled out, um, and she, mm, she watched. Okay. So she's watched. She's caught up now. So we'll 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 rewatch the third app tomorrow and and go from there.
2: Yeah, not 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 perfect, but considering what we've been treated to in terms of adaptations and the the shonky quality. This is this is a real move in the right direction. I'm very hopeful they get tickets renewed. Just one fucking
0: twink Leon in a sexy ass jacket, just shooting people. You know what I mean? Like, is that and nothing else? Just a sexy ass. They got that
2: memo and went so far left with Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah.
0: Oh oh, mate, I was there was somebody. I don't know if it's someone from here. If if it if it was someone from here, just leave the channel now. Just leave the site. Hand in your resume. I mean, what your resume? Your resignation. Sorry um someone really really liked leon's adaptation in <laughs> oh it's fucking dave sisson who used to, you know you know dave jordan He yeah, yeah, uh, i actually hung out with him like a week or two ago Oh, he fucking posted in an re board game group that i'm in but i don't know why um he goes <laughs> oh, i really really like this adaptation thought leon was excellent i was like mate you want drugs
2: you mean i feel like he's <laughs> mean, that has to be trolling nah, right he is he shit
0: no nah, mate because he wouldn't have known um, I was like he, he must be he he works in like printer supplies so he's been sniffing toners or something that, that guy is <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, so 90s uh, film of the week let's, let's uh, do that wait do we have any other off-talks? I have watched
1: a few things it's all anime um, <laughs> I finished watching Violet Evergarden um, then I watched My Roommate is a Cat and that was both lovely and heartbreaking more and constantly. then I watched a new one, uh, Spy Cross Family. And that, that has to be the most fun I've had watching a show in a long time. That,
2: that was the anime of the season, yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: it is fantastic.
0: Um, yeah,
1: now we can go with your whatever movie.
0: On, so I did actually... I've um... oh, has been watching Spy Family? Oh. <sighs>
1: The stare he just gave <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: the listeners couldn't see that, but Is that like he's <laughs> like staring daggers at the
3: webcam No, here. I'm
0: trying to think, is that browsers?
3: Bre- oh, Jesus Christ. No. Where man, are you going, come mate?
1: Come on, mate. It's head tight. how haven. Get it right. Oh,
3: right. His, his head's right. already
0: in the post chat. <laughs> I just heard family. I thought my one of those family... Um, oh, oh, my God. God. Jesus. That's, we what, saved that what for what the post What are you doing, step-spy? The mate. amount of times
2: this guy loves going into his step. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. Does it, does it feature our boy? Old Spanish? Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, speaking of spies, Piper I actually Perry. watched... Um, I watched um, <laughs> the first episode of Steel Horses. No, not Steel Horses. What's it Slow Horses on Steel Stallions on Apple TV, which was actually really good.
1: Uh, Steel Stallions is very the uh, <laughs> the version.
0: Very very good. <laughs> oh, Steel Stallions. Fuck's sake. Nineties um, film of the week's got Ron Jeremy in it. By the way, so it's um. Oh, okay. it's no. all tied in. It's but, no. Uh, Slow Horses on Apple TV really really cool. And there's another show called. So the- Gary Oldman? Yes. He's very good oh, okay. at it. He's um It's on the list, yeah. Wanker. Yep. Um why would you drop that? Oh my god. So um Um Yeah, anyway, so 90 of the week is in fact speaking of uh it's it's got uh <laughs> this one is called Blue Chips. Oh my god, shut the fuck up. <laughs> This one's uh, called Blue Chips, and it's got Nick Nolte in it. It's a basketball mil- uh, film from 1994. Basketball milk. <laughs> do fuck you just said basketball milk. I said film, didn't I? I think I might have said... I no. I heard basketball milk, was milk, but was you it. heard milk. Here I might on. have gone with... Uh, I had this thing. I think I'm part like... For basketball milks? Dyslexic, but I think I went to say movie and film <laughs> together, and it came out. Uh, milk. Uh, anyway. Um... <laughs> Basketball film. It's got Big Shaq in it. It's got uh, if you know basketball, It's got Penny Hardaway. Um, yeah. It's got uh, Larry Bird in there as well. Uh, but it's basically like Nick Nolte's. He's a coach of a college basketball team. And we all know how much they love college sports over there. So he he basically goes out and he, he like he pays like recruits these guns like from I think Shaq's like off the slide He's like this like street baller. But yeah, he you know, he goes and recruits these um uh kids these like players to come to like college and stuff and I, I think i'm trying to remember it's it might be like illegal or something or there, or there might be some it might not be strictly yeah. legal like uh, how children
1: like, being happy like, is illegal
0: like how they're doing it anyway so it's yeah it's just about this um this like uh team that's like got a lot of expectations on it and yeah nick noldy's like yeah the the coach and it's 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 pretty good. I mean, if, if you like basketball films, it's probably one of the better ones, but uh, I think on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a th- it's 37. So that's, you know, you'd take that. That's a Zach Jackson 100.
3: Shaquille O'Neal's name in the film is Neon Badeau. Hell yeah, it is. What a fucking name. Hell yeah, What a name.
0: Wow. And there's Butch McRae Whoa. and Ricky Rowe. Ricky Rowe. Rowe. <laughs> um, oh, what a time. But no, I mean, if you like uh, basketball films, it's... So yeah. A, We're talking 90s
2: films, and that's got to compete with Space Jam. See? Who
0: even remember remembers Space, space Jam? Is good? See, the thing yeah. with 90s, it's yeah. got to be obscure.
2: Yeah. I think Jordan's just given away his age, but go on.
0: <laughs> no, of
1: course I remember Space Jam. What the hell? Come
2: on. You said, who remembers Space Jam? Come on, like, yeah, I don't watch it every few
0: years. Um. Anyway, so, yeah. I, I've, got, I've got another jam, one in, in the bank that I'll save for next week, so... We we and we might even have to uh expand this topic in into the two thousands because
3: nah, you, nah. you're running out of 90s. S- no, there are I'm still plumb.
0: I'm not running out, but um a lot of a couple that i was like, Oh yeah, no, that one. It was a um what's the film last week? The Arts uh, was like two thousands what it was. So it was, what
1: what if we do it like uh alternating, so one week is nineties film and the next week is tw- is two thousands film. Yeah, we, we can do it, maybe think, I think,
2: But anyway, we'll yeah, blue chips. If you want to check that out, it's currently streaming on on Prime Video. Prime
0: and it's on Paramount Plus, I think, as well. Is it? I believe so. That looks to be the case, but yeah. And you can rent it and buy it on Apple TV or Voodoo or Vidu or whatever the fuck that is. I've never heard of it.
5: He
2: tried. I tried. I had a 90s film this week.
0: Please share. I watched uh,
2: Bride of Chucky again. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man. Have you not seen have you seen Bride of Chucky? Uh, I love that movie. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I thought that I, I watched it with some mates who had not seen it. We watched it on the back of Velocipasta, which itself <laughs> was quite brilliant. I've not seen that. It's a yes. Velocipasta is a 70 minute hoot. I have seen um, Bride of Chucky, yes. But but Bride of Chucky is uh it's it's kind of like the campy reboot of the series, and it's just fucking funny. It's a road trip movie where Chucky is trying to get back to his original body, so he's got to go on a road trip with his wife, played by Jennifer Tilly, who is Lois Griffin from Family Guy. (laughs) And I don't know, she's just got such a voice, so she pulls off the doll really well. Can't stream it anywhere, but no. so, So we watched a copy of that, and for a campy time, it's aged brilliantly. It's not a very good horror film, though, but I don't think the Chucky films are great horror films. I think they work better as d- very dark comedies like horror comedies
0: cuz you're the one was it you or was it KV that frothed the uh, the TV series Ch-
2: Child's Play I loved it because that without saying too much it has it completely ties into the previous seven films yeah, right. and it's a direct sequel to the seventh film so it has a lot of recurring characters from the series mm. and it's the same like writer and director
3: Don Mancini Right of Chucky's a good shout though good uh Good time. Very I wanted, fun. I wanted wanted to Chucky because it's
2: wilder, but they wouldn't have understood Oof, the setup. Nice. Nah. <laughs> you got to ease them into it, mate. Come on now. Yeah. Shocking. Kind of trash movie. We enjoyed it. 98, I believe.
1: Just because the movie's trash doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. Some trash edges
2: is better. It's better enjoyed in retrospect.
1: Yep.
0: Nice one. All right. Shall we wrap it up there? I don't think we've got any yeah, other... Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's Put do it. the rubber on it. Do we yep. have... <laughs> <laughs> jesus
1: do we have any no nah, um... no nah, nah. puerto Rican puller, pull don't be a bitch
0: right uh thank you for listening to this week's episode of the well played dlc podcast you can check out all the content on dot au. have a great week tell us what your favorite games visual styles are let us know on twitter i know big old benny smith he loves a good uh, response on twitter love that um Thank you for engaging. Massive fan of you as uh, you are of the show. So thank you, buddy. Let us know if uh 90s film lived up to uh, your expectations this week. Have a good weekend. Ciao. Ciao. Yeah. Bye.